me start my podcast. Welcome all the pastors, uh, pastors in India and in Pakistan and uh, Ghana and Liberia and South Africa and uh, Cameroon and uh, pastors all over. I, I got a from Pastor uh, Naveen Kumar. Uh, he sent me a text yesterday, day before yesterday. He saw last Sunday's service. And he said, we've never had teaching like that, preaching like that in India. And uh, I even, they even uh, commented on Apostle Rose's preaching last Sunday. We aired that. So you can go to my YouTube page on Apostle Al Buford on YouTube. I've got over 100 and maybe 185 videos on deliverance, on prophetic, on what God is speaking, even in this year. And, and, and there's, a, there's a prophetic word up for the next 10 years. We're in a decade of change. We're in the time of uh, change and a decade of change. Uh, as we sort of parallel the 1920s, around 1920, this is 2020, but in 1920, uh, there was a big uproar that the communists was going to take over America. There was a time where uh, technology came on the scene, uh, electricity came, and the radio came, and all this stuff, and people were partying. There was big, a lot of money was flowing in the 20s. The roar, they called it the Roaring Twenties. Speakeasies, dancing, everybody's partying, having a good time for them 10 years. And then at the end of those 10 years, in 1929, everything went, they forgot God. And God brought the Great Depression and great uh, uh, time of depression. And we're on the same course. We're on the same uh, uh, track, almost. There's nothing new under the sun that's coming, that's, that's been under the sun. So everything is in a pattern, a cycle. And we're seeing the same cycle that uh, we're on the premises of the greatest outpouring of wealth and financial prosperity in America and around the world, even though in the midst of what we're looking at, uh, everybody, the, the, the wicked are trying to say that the economy is going to be destroyed, it's going to fall, a great recession is coming, uh, but we're rebuking that because this is year, uh, 2020 is the year of the mouth, what we speak, and we're speaking prophetically that this is a time of blessing because it's going to be a great time of great warfare. When the wealth is transferred into the church, there's going to be a great warfare because Satan doesn't want the church to have money. That has been our final missing piece in the kingdom is the church has not had any money to do what it really needs to do. So uh, the enemy is going to fight. So in the parallel, I, the Lord gave me one word. And so he gives me one word. I got to go find out what it's all about. And he gave one word. He said affliction. I said, okay, I can understand that. I can relate to that. You've been afflicting me for quite a few years now, Lord. Amen. <laughs> been an affliction. <laughs> Hallelujah. Made me go through all that process of building that church across the street and, and going through that and having to go to court and having to go to meetings and all that stuff and built the thing for the people. And then the people didn't want God and didn't want what God had to do. So God said, let it go and many other afflictions of the righteous. But I want to talk about affliction, what it means to be afflicted uh, uh, and, and that God wants to bring deliverance now to the body of Christ and to the believer. He wants everything about the Christian, about the believer. He wants everyone free. Every cord, every snare, every generational altar, every web, everything the enemy has, has bound you up, tied you up, tied your family up. He wants people free. Free. And so he gave me this word affliction and uh, the word affliction means to be depressed in mind or circumstances. Hallelujah. Been in, de in a depressed, uh, Cynthia's been sleeping on the couch. Amen. Man has been living with somebody else. I'm living with my daughter. Amen. Sleeping on a mattress that was killing my back. I said, wait a minute. 
this ain't God. So I had to go out and get, I went out and got me a mattress. I said, hey, this is just too much. This is just too much. I can suffer so long, Lord, but this is just too much suffering. Hallelujah. Make me comfortable. But uh, 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 be, it means to be humbled, lowly, needy, and poor. So sometimes I, you, you got to remind yourself, don't complain about the state that you're in because many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivered them out of all of them. Amen. You're going to go through something with God. Amen. He's going to humble you some kind of way. And he's been humbling us for the last 10, 15 years because I started in 2008 when the economy fell. And then he had to break that pride off of us. We stopped going in there getting Del Monte brand. We went over to the Aldi's with the black label on it. And whatever it, whatever it said, corn, peas, whatever it was, that's what we bought. Amen. And all that Del Monte too expensive. Let me go get the, the, the white label. <laughs> he broke us down real good. Amen. I remember when I was a kid, you go home, you bring a kid and one Del Monte, my mama make you go back to the store. Take that thing back. So you, the, the, <laughs> you were needy and poor. Uh, I got some experiences about poor. I was poor, not poor, poor. That's when you're really poor. P-O. You don't get the O-R on the rest of it. You just, you just poor. Amen? Can't get the O-R out. So the children of Israel were under bondage because they had rebelled against God. They rebelled against God. God said, God brought them out of Egypt and, and uh, brought them out uh, and blessed them Cesera and Deborah and all of them and everybody was blessed and Abraham uh, was blessed and, 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 and then Sodom and Gomorrah had to destroy it. And so God got so mad at the children of Israel, he said, I'm not going to talk to them for 400 years. And he put them in the bondage. Exodus chapter 1 verse 12 to 14 says, but the more the Egyptians afflicted them, humbled them, pressed them down, made them poor, the more they multiplied and grew. Amen? The more they multiplied and grew. It's a, a known fact. Uh, when I grew up, I grew up in the project of Chicago years ago. Uh, the more poor you were, the more kids you had. I don't know why, why that, but we had a lot of, it had nothing else to do, I guess, but go ahead, babies. Amen? Because you got more, the more kids you had, the more food stamps you got. The more income you got. So they were oppressed, and the more they were oppressed, the more they grew, and they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with rigor. You ever been in a rigorous, on a job, they had to serve with rigor, had to serve hard, and, and you, you was doing one job, and, and, and now they got you doing three people's job on, on your job. You had to serve with rigor. You had to serve with, with uh, more they, they, I, now you're working 12 hours instead of eight hours. You got to do three people's job instead of, so they grieved. They made the children work with rigor. I remember one time I had to work for almost seven weeks, 12 hours a day, six days a week for about seven, six. I was ready to quit that job. I said, wait a minute, y'all affected me. I wasn't even Christian then. And it didn't matter whether I went to church and I was just tired. Amen? Wow. Well, I mean, I even woke up and said, what day is it? Uh -huh. You don't even know what day it is. You're just so tired. You didn't know what the day is. My wife worked so long. One time she woke up and she thought her daughter was gone. Oh. She fell asleep and fell asleep. The baby's at the house and she's running off. Where's Tyre? Where's Tyre? She was so tired. Yeah. Now, wow. tired in the bed asleep. <laughs> 
Verse 14, and they made their lives bitter with hard bondage. When you're being afflicted, you're in a bondage. In mortar, in brick, in all manner of service in the field, all the service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. So in, the enemy comes to afflict many believers. Many believers are, have been afflicted for years, being with sickness, being with some kind of disease, being or with a curse on the family bloodline, everybody's broke. Nobody gets a job. Nobody gets. Nobody graduates from from school. Always something going on. Serving with rigor, there are demons that are assigned to afflict you, not to kill you, but they want to beat you down. They want to make sure things don't work for you. You go put in the application, and then they uh, they, I, they they say they're gonna hire you, and then next thing you know, they don't hire you. The day you're supposed to start, uh, we we. We're not, we're not going to let you start. I did, they did that to me. I was like, what, 17, 18? One of my friend's father worked for as a pullman on the, tra on the train going down, and I was going to get a job as a pullman. I'm about 18 years old. I went down and put in the application, and, and, and they, already, they said, well, we hiring you, and they sent me down to the uniform store on Roosevelt Road and gave me a, a, got me a uniform and a cap, and I'm ready to start. And the day I was supposed to start, the day before I was supposed to start, they called and said, uh, uh, we don't need you. Somebody else that had more seniority got their son the job rather than, uh, rather than I got the job. I don't know what color he was, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but he got the job. So I was afflicted. Be afflicted. The word afflicted means the idea of looking, being looked down on or browbeating. Somebody beat you down, talk about you. Uh, you get some bad bosses on your job. They just browbeat you. And uh, some of these folks don't even know how to supervise. They, they don't need to be a supervisor. But God will put you in that job for somebody to browbeat you to humble you. Ooh. Ooh. Why am I on this job? So they can chase. It means to abase self. You know you got to humble yourself because you know you need the paycheck. You got to take care of the family. You got to take care of the food. So you abase yourself. You're chasing yourself. It means to deal hardly with. Also, this word means to defile. When you're in poverty and pro, uh, when they, uh, uh, when you're poor and you're broke and you're depressed and you're afflicted, uh, you're defiled, you're you're ravished, you're forced. We seen a good example of that when the earthquake hit Haiti. Uh, they sent in the UN and they raped all the little girls and, and raped the women. The UN troops did a lot of raping and molestation in, in, in these islands. When when bad things happen, uh, the enemy comes in and ravishes and defiles the people uh, that can't speak for themselves. It means to weaken. So demons are assigned to weaken or afflict. These poor people in Haiti affl were afflicted, even though they're billions and millions of dollars. The Clinton stole it all. Didn't build a house. Oh, stole all their money. So the idea of being afflicted is in the slave in, in, in the in the 1700s and 1800s. We were the black people were under slave. You were you were afflicted. They were beaten, beaten with whips. Afflicted. They were molested. They were raped. They were castrated. They were uh, all kind of things were done to them. But in Job 34, I'm going to talk about this affliction. Job said, talk about the wicked. He said, God, talking about God, said, for his eyes are upon the ways of men, how your ways are, and he seeketh all his goings. There is no darkness nor shadow of death where the workers of iniquity may hide themselves. The word iniquity, as I shared Tuesday night on iniquity, is a different word. Iniquity means perverseness, perversity, moral perversity. 
moral perversion, uh, 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 religious perversion, that the workers of iniquity may hide themselves. He will not lay upon man more than right that he should enter into judgment with God. In other words, God won't put too much more on you that it will put you to a place where you wind up at the judgment seat being judged and being cast into hell. He's not going to put that much more on you. He's going to do what is right. What is right. Not what's wrong, but what is right. If you turn away from God, he's going to make sure that the enemy comes and afflict you to turn you back to God. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. The Bible says the way of a transgressor is hard. Now, a transgression is, 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 is a... Uh, uh, Rebellion against national, religious, or moral standards. That's what a transgressor is. A transgressor is against the nation's moral standards, transgression against the law, transgression against God's law. So there's a, as I said Tuesday, there was a transgression, there's iniquity, and then sin is a rebellion against the holiness of God and the covenant of God. So verse 26 of Job 34 says, Now he striketh them as wicked men in the open in the sight of others, because they turned their back from him and would not consider any of his ways. So God's going to make sure if you backslide, he's going to make sure that he deals with you in the front of everybody else uh, as a testimony of what he's about to do. He says, So they that they will cause the cry of the poor to come unto him. He hears the cry of the afflicted. So know that you're going through something. God's hearing your cry. You better cry out. You better cry out, Lord, help me. <laughs> Hallelujah. What's up? What's up? What's going on? <laughs> help me. Sometimes I had to do that. I to, help! <laughs> you up there? You listening? Send help from the sanctuary, an angel or somebody, anybody. Amen. Verse 29, and when he giveth quietness, when God gives you quietness, who then can make trouble? So when you're walking in the peace of God and the quietness of God, I don't care who it comes at you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every word to rise up in judgment, you condemn it. But when he hides his face, who then can behold him? If God don't want to be found, you're not going to find him whether it be done against a nation or against a man only. So God said, if I hide myself, man can't find me, a nation can't find me, nobody can find me. But when I give you quietness, nobody's going to mess with you. So I'm here to bring a message this morning that quietness is coming to your house. Amen. The affliction's got to go out of your house this morning. Amen. The backslider is a person that is afflicted. Afflicted. Psalms 119. I, I, I love this scripture. Amen. Because I go back, remember all the stuff I went through. He said, Psalm 1967 says, Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I've kept your word. Thou art good. Thou doest good. Teach me my, thy statutes. So when you get away from God, He'll fix you so much that you get back into this word and find out, hey, it's good. I'm glad that I went through. Now I know. Verse 71 of Psalms 119 says, this, It is good for me that I have been afflicted. That I may learn your statutes. That's what Dana was saying. You know, we go through, we just got to go through. You got to, you got to learn. The law of thy mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver. All the money in the world is not going to help you if you don't have peace in your spirit and you don't have peace in your soul. You don't have peace in your family. All the money, in fact, money just amplifies what's in your heart. 
Because when money comes up, everybody, your cousin, everybody, your relative, everybody knows you. But they don't realize if you get money that you got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and go to work all day and work all day. And you save your money and they're out there buying $150 Jordans and, and all this kind of mess, spending all their money. But you put your money away. But now that you got your money, uh, 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 you my rich uncle. No, I ain't. I don't know you. Amen. Don't know you. You ain't work. Don't want to work. I had to get up and go to work. You didn't want to get up and go to work. You go stand on the corner. Didn't get any money. It is good for me that I've been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. The law of thy mouth is better to me than silver. Thy hands have made me, fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. That was one of my prayers. You know, after being afflicted for so long, you know, you start going through some stuff. So, wait a minute, Lord. Just tell me what I, what, what I need to learn. I'll learn it. Okay. <laughs> you ain't got to work. Yeah, I'll do it. Amen. Yeah, your mama ever do that? Your daddy ever do that? Come in with the belt? Uh, what, what you getting ready to do with that? What, what you want me to do? <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> you got to get violent about it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Psalms 129, verse 1. Many times they have afflicted me in my youth. From my youth. May Israel now say, Many a time they have afflicted me from my youth, yet they have not prevailed against me. Amen. Amen. The enemy may come at me one way, but he got to flee in seven directions. He's not going to prevail against me. The plowers plowed upon my back. They made long their ferals. Slaves would be whipped and, and with lashes and stuff, but they couldn't take our song. They couldn't take our belief. The devil hates black folks more than anybody because we don't we don't never doubt God. We have so much faith in God. I don't care how much you depress us, how much you beat us down. He is God. Amen. He is God. Evidently, our ancestors did something to get us to be afflicted. Amen? But here to tell the truth is every nationality, every race at one time or another has been a slave. We forget about all the slaves that came over from Ireland that came on the slave ships with us. They were, they were slaves out in the field with us until uh, uh, they started making them, promoting them over the black folks. But there were a lot of slave, white slave people. A lot of slavery. But the afflictions in every family. Fools are afflicted. The fool said, there is no God. That's a fool. Fools hate knowledge. Psalms 107, 17. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. So either you're on God's side or you're not on God's side. Either you're walking with God or you're not. If you're not walking with God, you're going to be afflicted. You're going to, because of their iniquities, because of their perversion, they are afflicted. Because of their transgression, they are afflicted. Because of all of these things, the enemy is afflicting. Half of America is afflicted right now. More than half of America is afflicted right now. The perversion and the, 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 just the blatant disregard for God and God is afflicting. This SARS, this, this uh, coronavirus is an affliction, man-made, but God allowed it to be made. But uh, we're finding out a lot of over there, the Chinese Christians over there are out there witnessing. Oh, and they're getting reports of all kinds of miracles and healings. Because the Christians are out there with their mask on, out there in the midst of it. See, that's why I told you years, that last year, make sure that you're sealed until the day of redemption, that you got the Holy Ghost, that the angel of the Lord has sealed you because the plague will go past you. It's going to hit the heathen. 
Amen? The, the original, the, the, the origination, man-made origination of, of the AIDS virus was, was specifically designed to attack the black men in Africa. They designed it. But now, they know that AIDS is a demon and people are getting set free from it. All over. AIDS is nothing, nothing, nothing uh, that God can't heal. Verse 18, their soul above all manner of meat, they draw near to the gates of death. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble. He saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. God said you might go through afflictions, but he will heal you. When you cry out to God, when you cry out, when people cry out to God, God will come and deliver them from destruction. He doesn't want to see anybody suffer more than what they said. He said they're so above all manner of meat, they draw near. You ever see somebody die of cancer? They don't, they don't want to eat. There's no appetite. The appetite's gone. Their soul is going toward the gates of death. The remedy for affliction is prayer. Prayer. If the enemy is attacking your children or your grandchildren and stuff going on in the family, it seems like one fire you put out, another one starts up over here. One thing, you know, the next generation comes with their, with their mess and, and, and somebody does something over here. You got to stay prayed up. You got to keep continue to pray. Yes. And Psalm James 5 verse 13 says, is any among you afflicted? If you're being oppressed, if you're being humble, if you're lacking, if you're financial lack and you got no money and, and your cash is funny and the money is funny and you don't have no flow, he says, is anyone afflicted among you, let him pray. He didn't say fast. He said, let him pray. Pray the word. Then he said, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing with oil in the name of the Lord. And when they do that, the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he had committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Amen. This thing works. That's why I give you that oil. Somebody's sick, go in and pray for them. Amen. Well, Pastor, they don't get up out of they didn't get up out of the bed. I prayed for so many people in the hospital that I didn't see them get up out of the bed. I just left out and, and then I get a call a day later. Oh, they went home. God don't want anybody to get the glory but him. Let him do what he does best. You do what you do best. You just walk by faith in the prayer of faith. Lord, I laid hands on him. According in your name and anointed with all in your name. I'm going home go to bed. You take care of the rest. Amen. I'm getting out of here. Amen. You get the glory. I don't need the glory. Amen. Because I can't heal him anyway. Amen. It's your power. It's not my power. It's your dudamus. It's your Azusa. It ain't me anyway. So I might as well go on and do my little thing. You know, because I was praying for the sister the other day. I mean, I prayed 15 minutes, you know, anointing. And I would pray. And you know, when I was praying for her, and she, you know, she wasn't, she was breathing. She had no tubes in her. But when I started praying for her, she would grunt. They had her drugged up on so much stuff. But, but her spirit man was hearing me and was in agreement with me because I said, we touch and agree on any business, any matter. Lord, you will raise her up. Amen. I speak to her sinews and her muscles. I speak to her lungs that be healed. I curse the cancer in her body. And I just began to pray from the top to the bottom. And she would just grunt. And, 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 but she couldn't speak. She couldn't open up her eyes. She couldn't say anything. But she knew I was there. The presence was there. Amen. There was a peace. 
and her face glowed. It wasn't like an old shriveled up, dried up Christian. She was just, there was a glory around her, even though she was transitioning. Uh, uh, see, God will make you look good even when you die. Hallelujah. You'll be so cute laying up there just smiling. <laughs> Hallelujah. Folks that don't have Jesus, you look at the castle. Hey, man. They was only 20. They look like they about 70. There's a difference between a Christian and a heathen. Every affliction must go in your life. Everything that's afflicting you. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivered. God, everything that afflicts you, everything that keeps you bound up, everything. There, certain spirits afflict you. They make you like the, boy, like the young boy that uh, the disciples couldn't cast the devil out and say, help my son. He oftentimes falls into the fire. He oftentimes falls in, uh, foaming at the mouth and falls into the water and the devil trying to kill him. That's like some of us. We oftentimes fall into them Twinkies and them holes ho ho and, and an ice cream. <laughs> Help me, Lord. <laughs> Help me, Lord. I'm being afflicted. Amen. I need help. <laughs> you know that's an affliction. Some people can't stop drinking pop. That's an affliction. The devil comes to afflict, the, afflict your body to uh, cause disease, cause sickness in your body. But God will deliver you out of everything. Amen. Even though things are, are wear out in these bodies, God can fix this body. He got, he got warehouses full of hips and joints and knees and eyeballs and hands and, and everything else. There's nothing for him to replace something in your body. Amen. He can redo anything. He created you. Amen. Just like your car, the car dealers, oh, you need a starter, you need a strut. Amen. We'll go in the back and pull out a strut, put it back on you, then you can roll again. Amen. <laughs> Afflictions come, uh, understand they come in ministry also. If you're a minister, you're going to be afflicted. I'm sorry, it's part of the, part of the package what God calls ministers to. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 1, we then as workers together with him beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. It's not you, but it's the grace of God on you. It's his anointing on you. It's his ability on you. God infuses you when you receive him as Lord and Savior and you get baptized in the Holy Ghost. There is an anointing that he infuses you on in a grace that you have, a grace to deal with problems that a normal person would deal with. See, the enemy can hit a Christian, and Christian ain't going to go jump out no window and kill himself. At least most of them won't, if that's in the word. But at least we, we'll, go through, we'll, 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 we'll go through times of depression. We'll go through times of, of feeling sad and, and, and want to grieve and sorry. But then we start thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He redeemed me from that stuff. I ain't got to go through that. He already paid the price for that. Depression, get on out of here. You ain't got no time to be depressed. I got to go to work today anyway. Amen. Get up and keep going. For he said, I have heard thee in the time accepted. Verse 2. In the day of salvation, I have secured thee. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Then he said in verse 3 of 2 Corinthians 6, giving no offense in anything that the ministry be not blamed, but in all things approving ourselves as ministers of God in much patience, afflictions, necessities, and distresses. And if you go further on, there's a whole bunch more behind that. I don't want to go through that, Lord. I don't want to go through that, Lord. 
I serve you, but but that's just a little bit too much. Do you really need to do all of that just to show your principles and your purpose in the earth realm? Hallelujah. Let me walk peacefully. Amen. But you're going to get it. He said in stripes, imprisonments, turmoils, in labors, laboring, don't nobody appreciate what you're doing. In watchings, in fastings, by pureness, by knowledge, by long suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by the love unframed, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the arm of righteousness, and on the right hand or on the left, by honor and dishonor, boy, by evil report, good report, as deceivers yet true, as unknown yet always re- uh, known, yet known as dying, and behold, we are chastened and not killed. Man, that's a lot of stuff you got to go through. As sorrowful, yet rejoicing. As poor, yet many rich, making many rich. As having nothing, yet possessing all things. Woo. I'm glad I got all them check marks checked out. (laughs) Praise God. That was a long list of stuff, boy. Woo, that's a long list of stuff that you have to deal with. And don't complain about it. Just don't complain. Don't complain. Hmm. You say, hmm. <laughs> I told one prophet, he said, don't you, his wife died, he said, don't you dare cry. Don't cry. Don't, don't you shed a tear. As an example, I'm judging Israel. I ain't shed a tear for them. Moses, I'm going to kill them all. No, God, you can't kill them. I'm going to kill them all. No, 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 no. I'm going to kill them all. Moses all on the floor crying and oh you gonna look bad. Lord, you look. I said, okay, Moses, okay, Moses. And then on his breast, I'm still gonna get him. Oh. <laughs> he did. He got all of them. Forty years they wanted his wife from all. He said everybody under twenty that was under twenty died in the wilderness. They didn't make it in. Because they rebelled against him. So, if you're a minister, endure the inflictions. He knows you. He knows where you are, he knows your address. He knows what you've been through. He's the often finisher of your faith. He knows what's in the, in, in the next chapter. He knows on the next page what he, what's going to happen to you, when it's going to happen. He's got angels on guard, angels standing by for your next phase. But this phase that you're going through now, your affliction's over with. Amen. You, you're coming out of Lodi Bar. You're coming out of all that mess. Amen. Second yeah. yes. Timothy 4 verse 2 says, Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke. Exhort with our long suffering and doctrine. For the time where we are right now will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itchy ears. And I'm going to keep pounding and keep pounding. You ordain a lesbian to be a priest in the house of the Lord. God curses that thing. You get mad at me if you want to, but it ain't God. There are teachers with itchy ears. Their own, their, their own doctrine, their own lust, their own thing. We believe it. Why we can't? Why can't we all get along? No, we ain't getting along. Not getting along with you. Why do you got to be different? How come all of us got to suffer, be beaten, and, and, and be persecuted, and fast, and pray, and all that? And you ain't got to do nothing, but you going to the same heaven I am? I ain't going to let you in. Amen? I'm going to stand there with a stick. Amen? You ain't coming up in here. Amen? Your nasty self. No! Nasty folk up in there. Yeah, you need somebody nasty in your house. You don't let nobody nasty in your house, do you? You know they nasty. You gonna let them in your house? You don't let them in the house. No, you can't come in. They watch you. 
and stole everything in the house. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned to fables. But watch thou in all things endure, endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of your ministry. We gotta. We don't want to endure. There's a gender. Uh, there's, there's generations that don't want to endure. They want it right now. Give it to me right now. I want to be known right now. Put me on the stage right now. Let me do this right now. Uh-uh. You got to go through the process. And they don't want to go through the process. And they get mad when you tell them you got to go through the process. We have a generation. They call them millennial generations that think they're privileged that they're supposed to be given something. They may just give Give it to me free, amen. I don't want to work for it. My parents work for it. I, I, I just give it to me. Give me free college education. Give me free food. Give me free marijuana. Give me everything free. Just give it to me. And God said there's a generation whose eye teeth are like swords. Wicked generation, young generation. Every generation needs to go through and learn the steps. Don't remove the landmark. So there are things that God makes us go through, the afflictions uh, and when you go through infliction, you go through things, you get stronger. You get stronger. You don't like it, but it's building that exercise muscle. It's building, it's, it's building that faith muscle. You go through the afflictions. You go through that. You, you deal with people that, are, that have afflicted you. You deal with people uh, that, are, that have bound you and that have hurt you. Uh, you learn. Acts 7, verse 10. Acts 7, verse 9 and 10. And the patriarchs. Move with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him. Joseph went through afflictions, given a dream, telling his dream to his half-brothers and uh, step-brothers, and they got jealous, and they threw him in a the pit. They were going to kill him, and Judas said, no, don't kill him, and sell him to the slavers, and he went into slavery. Then he was afflicted. He was working in the field, and he started taking care of Potiphar's house, and he had some knowledge, and then Potiphar's wife tried to rape him and chased after him, and and accused him of rape, and then he went to prison, and then he's in prison, and the prisoners and they liked him so much, they let him run to prison, and, and then the baker and the, and the, and the cupbearer, both of them, he said, yeah, when y'all get out, y'all remember me, and they, two years went by before they even remembered he was still in there being afflicted. The Bible says, they hurt my feet with chains and with feathers. That's affliction. Sometimes we don't want to go through things. Sometimes we don't want to tuck through things. Sometimes you got to go through some stuff. But it's good that I've been afflicted, that I may learn the word of the Lord. See, see, affliction will run you to the word. Affliction is going to chase you to God. Amen. Somebody beating you, you will run hide behind somebody that got a little bit more strength than what you got. Amen. He delivered him out of all his afflictions. Gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. He made him governor. Over Egypt and all his house. He made him. See, God can put an anointing on you or he can put a presence on you where people will just embrace you. God put an anointing on the children of Israel and the Bible says that they feared them. The fear of the Lord was on them. Anybody that saw the uh, Israelites, they were afraid of them. They said, give me that ring. Give me them diamonds. I want your clothes. Them pearls you've been passing around with, they're mine now. Give them here. And they had to give him up because God put a fear on them. People said, hey, yeah. go ahead and take it, sir. Take it. They wouldn't call them serving before. They were beating the tar of them. Now all of a sudden they serve. Mm. See, God's going to reverse this thing now. Now you're the head and not the tail. Now you're above and not beneath. Now, 
They're not going to afflict you like they afflicted you. Amen. You get a job and then it's just, you know, they're trying to take the job from you. Don't want to pay you and, and all this kind of crazy stuff. God said it stops today. It stops now. It stopped in your life now. Now is the new beginning. Now is favor coming over your life. Now you will no longer be afflicted. Every spirit. That has afflict you. Every spirit of infirmity, every spirit of sickness. Father, I bind every spirit in the bloodlines of your believers, Father. Spirits that have come and destroyed families over money, over, over curses, and over, over, over sin and iniquity in families. We break the affliction of the enemy this morning. We send the angels to homes and, and send the word of healing to homes uh, and peace to homes and rejoicing in the homes of your believers, Lord. Affliction, you must stop now. Every fetter and every chain every bound bond be broken in the name of Jesus we loose the prisoners this morning we loose them from their cages we loose them from the jail cells we loose them from slavery we loose them from the whip we loose them in the name of Jesus every spirit that has been blocking the believer from a promotion and from new jobs and from a new uh, uh, opportunities I bind that spirit in the name of Jesus every spirit that has come to block your way and put a stumbling block in your way we break that affliction in the name of Jesus. Everyone that has been afflicted with cancer and been afflicted with heart problems, has been afflicted with high blood pressure, and been afflicted in the bones, uh, with joints in their, in their back and curvature of spine and scoliosis and every kind of affliction in the bones. We send healing into the bones now this morning in the name of Jesus. There's a false affliction that you can go through. That people go through for the wrong reason. Isaiah 58 verse 6. This, I'm almost wrapping this up here. Oh, I'm, almost on, I'm on point here. Isaiah 58 verse 4. I'm just going to go through Isaiah. because You need to know what Jesus did for you. He said, behold, you fast for strife and debate and smite with the fist of wickedness. Shall you not fast as you do this day? Make your voice be heard on high. Is it such a fast that I have chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast and acceptable to the Lord? Otherwise, they were fasting, and while they were fasting, I'm fasting, Lord, smite my enemy. Don't let him get away with him. Kill him, Lord, kill him. He said, you're fasting for the wrong reason. He said, is this not the fast that I've chosen? To loose the bands of wickedness. That's why we fast, is to loose. We fasted 20 days in January to loose the bands of wickedness off the lives of people. I don't know what people, whoever they are, but we fasted for them. Whoever God wants to get free, he's going to set them free because the church has been fasting. Not only the church has been fasting, there's still churches fasting even now. There's fasting going on. We want to see revival. We want to see bandages bound, uh, chains and fetters broke off the souls of people. Amen. We want to see our crazy Uncle Leroy free from an alcohol spirit. For a man to afflict his soul, is it to bow down his head as a bullrich to spread ashes on Is this not the fast? To loose the bands of wickedness? To undo the heavy burdens? And let the oppressed go free? That you break every yoke. You break every yoke. Undo heavy burdens. Nowadays, if, a, if an elderly person, an elderly woman, or somebody get on a train or on a bus like that, they won't even give them a seat. They'll sit there and look uh, at you like you're crazy. Yeah. No honor. No honor. Ridiculous. 
In Zephaniah 3, verse 17, 18, he said, The Lord God is in the midst of thee. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. I will gather them that are sorrowful for the solemn assembly who are of thee to whom the reproach of it was a burden. God said, I'm rejoicing over my church no more. Yeah, I'm not, no more affliction for you. No more pain for you. No more, no more going through all that stuff you're going through. God said, I'm going to set you free. Verse 19 of Zephaniah 3. Behold, at that time I will undo all that afflict thee. And I will save her that hated, halteth. And gather her that is driven out. And I will give them praise and flame in every land where they have been put to shame. At that time I will bring you again. Even in the time that I gather you. For I will make you a name. And a praise among the people of the earth. And when I turn your captivity before your eyes. Have you been afflicted? Have you been afflicted? Mm -hmm. Every time they call you say you can't come to church. Every time they call you say you can't do that. That's affliction. No, no, we're going to keep you bound. No, you better call in. You better check with me. That's affliction. I'm, I'm humbling you and beating you down to where you are humble. The humble never stumble. You can't stumble on your knees. For the believer, that's where your position is. Your position of strength is on your knees. Your position of strength is in prayer. That's where your position of strength is. Get down there on the floor. Well, I'm getting down there. You ain't got to tell me to get down. That's my favorite position. What you want me to do? I'm going to start praying for you right here. Amen. Not a problem, sir. See, a humble man would do that. That's what Moses did. Every time they afflicted him, every time they came against him, every time they said, who you think you are? We hear from God like you. We elders too. Moses dived to the floor. So oh, I'm ducking now because I know God about to slap somebody. <laughs> I'm not getting slapped. Moses got on the floor. Yeah. That was his generation. And when Moses died, God said, Joshua, as I was with Moses, so I'm with you. And when they rose up against Joshua, Joshua cut their head off. God said, I ain't Moses. <laughs> I, I am not Moses. Amen. Don't come messing with me with that stupid stuff. <laughs> Joshua, Joshua, I ain't playing with none of y'all. They said, I see how y'all treated Moses and Aaron. Amen. Both of them didn't even make it in. They didn't even make it in the promised land for y'all big mouths. I'm going to cut your head off. Amen. I'm just going to cut your tongue out. Amen. I'm going to let you talk. Joshua was tough. He said, we're ready to go fight. You got no time for strife and contention. That word afflicted means be wretched. Realize, it means to realize your own misery. James 4 verse 9 says, Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. He will lift you up. Don't smite your chest and declare like the, the rich ruler said, Oh, I pay my tithes and I'm, I'm glad I'm not like this poor wretched man here. He said, Humble yourself. Be afflicted. God will lift you up. God will lift you up. Don't look for your boss to promote you. Don't look for your boss. God's going to talk to your boss. God will give him a dream. He'll give him a something. He'll say, God will tell somebody to come bring you a plate. You sitting there, oh, Lord, this is my last meal. God said, no, it ain't. I got somebody down the street, Sister Sarah, coming down with a plate. Or somebody going to feed you. Amen. I've seen God do it. I said, Lord, money done ran out. Ding dong. The Lord told me to give you this. <laughs> you come on in. No, 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 Lord just told me to give this. You know. I said, people come to my door just with checks. The Lord said, give me this. So thank you, Lord. No problem. He'll take care of you. 
Is leprosy in your house? Is there affliction in the house? Is there something going on in your family, in your bloodline? The enemy will come to afflict. He will come to bring uh, uh, pain and bring poverty and being being afflicted. Some folks are afflicted, amen? You get that income tax check. Here comes affliction. Refrigerator break down, washing machine break down, car needs break, everything go the opposite direction. Amen. Oh, I'm going to oh, go here, I'm going to go here. No, you ain't. If you're being afflicted, all that money goes. Amen. Yeah. You, you, you don't even know where that little check went, did you? It's a pew. <laughs> pew. <laughs> pew. I just cashed that check. And, it's, and see, the enemy knows when, when, you, when you have money and when you don't have money. The enemy knows. When I, before I was saved, I was, when I was young in the 20s and 30s, your friends, when I would go get my check, I'd go get my liquor, give me a fifth of this and a fifth of that, and give me some beer and put it in my refrigerator. Friends I ain't heard from in a month. Be calling. What you got, man? I know you got something. The devil go tell him, he went to the liquor store. Call him. Oh, he caught the dime bag. Call him. <laughs> oh, the, he afflicts us, keeps us poor, keeps us in lack. That's affliction. Alcohol is affliction. Drug, uh, marijuana is affliction. A lot of this stuff is affliction. The enemy wants to afflict and hurt pain, but God said, I'm delivering my people out of their afflictions. Surely he has borne our griefs. Isaiah 53, 4, and carried our sorrow. We did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. So that means he was already afflicted for you. You don't have to be afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our perversions. He was, he was chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by with his stripes we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone his own way, and the Lord have laid upon him the perversion of us all. He was oppressed. He was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He brought as a lamb to the slaughter, as sheep before her shears is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and judgment. Who shall declare to this generation? He was cut up out of the land of the living. For the congestion of my people, he was stricken. He made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he has done no violence. Neither was any deceit in his mouth, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. That's Isaiah 53. Jesus paid the price for everything. It's done. He didn't do any riches. He made, he, 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 he made his grave with the wicked. The rich man came and bought his tomb and put him in there. He was put in judgment. He wasn't supposed to be judged, but they put him in judgment, and, and they said, crucify him, crucify him. It was a legal act that they did. But yet he didn't open his mouth. He was afflicted for us. And so that he's been afflicted for us, I decree and declare that the devil cannot afflict you any longer. He cannot afflict your children any longer. Amen. He can't afflict your uncle, your aunt, your grandchildren, your great-great-grandchildren, and the generations that are come behind Amen. them. He can't afflict them no more either. Amen. 
In the name of Jesus, he prayed the price for all the affliction. So we just take authority in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this word. And I thank you that the afflictions of the enemy, these spirits of affliction are arrested this morning. We arrest them in the spirit realm. We arrest them from their works. We bind them in the name of Jesus with their sicknesses and their poverty and their lack and their insufficiency and, 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 and the browbeating and the control and the manipulation. We break the bands of wickedness this morning. And we deliver your people out of their afflictions. For the cry has come up to you, Lord, and you hear the cry of your church. You hear the cry of your believers. You hear the cry uh, 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 that the enemy has, has sent a deluge from the pits of hell. Every principality and every power and every prince of darkness has, has loosed his minions and, and loose an uh, attack on the earth realm that want to destroy America, want to destroy the nations of uh, plagues and locusts and sickness and disease and the earth is turmoil and the earth is uh, vomiting up its inhabitants and the earth is shaking and volcanoes are blowing and earthquakes are coming and floods are taking place but Lord you are God and you're in control of all things and affliction shall come but Lord you said you'll deliver us out of all of them and so we thank you this morning for those that have been those are watching this video and those in, in the third world countries in India and in Pakistan, we understand that you don't have any money. We understand that you need Bibles. We understand that there's no, uh, no, no heat, that there's no air conditioning. We understand that some of you are going through, there's no teaching, there's no preaching, there's no, there's no, there's no you don't have cell phones, you don't have laptops. We understand it, but God will prevail and God will provide. Stand in faith and believe God. Take your affliction as you've been afflicted. You're going stronger and stronger and stronger and you're getting brighter and brighter and brighter and the grace of God is getting greater and greater and greater over your life so I just exhort the pastors in India and I exhort the pastors in Pakistan and in Africa yes you're struggling but the struggle is over that the bands of wickedness are being broken and that God has heard your afflictions and he's coming down to deliver you out of all your trouble and great shall be the shout in the camp of the Lord Great shall be the shout in the house of the Lord, for the Lord God has entered into the gates, and we shall give him praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you feel free? I feel free. Hallelujah. Oh, I forgot. One more demon I got to get. Let me get this one more demon. Let me pray. Father, every demon, every spirit of affliction that has been coming in people's dreams, that have been coming and people to torment, been coming to bring uh, uh, de uh, depression and being and bringing shame and bring condemnation. Every demon that has been coming with, with bad news in the spirit realm that has been attacking your people in their sleep, we bind those afflicting spirits in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that has been coming into people's homes that's, that that are causing strife and contention and arguing. Uh, you don't even know where it comes. All of a sudden, everybody's arguing. Everybody's in contention. Everybody's in strife. That is a spirit of affliction and we bind you in the bloodline we bind you in the family and father we think of take authority and we thank you that we're released from the afflictions of the enemy in jesus name amen amen praise god anybody need prayer i'll be glad to pray for you hallelujah brother henry let me pray for you can i pray for you let's believe god even though you said you need a hip replacement he can put he can put calcium and stuff back in your hip. Right. You know that, right? Yes. He's able to do above and beyond what we can ask or think. And I, I and I got enough faith to believe 
that God will do it. Amen? Amen? I mean, our bodies wear out. And, 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 and sometimes we work on jobs and stand up and be standing up and stuff. And we, they just wear out. Hallelujah. But we're going to believe God. Father, I anoint my brother this morning. Shit, And I speak to these hips. Yes. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I lose the fire oil, the anointing oil of God in the yes. I thank you, Lord, it's going into his hips by all the pain. Gosh. I command the cushions and the discs in his hips, yes. uh, the bones rubbing against bone. I command the pain go in Jesus' name. Pain go. Tormenting spirit go out of his hip in the name of Jesus. In the name above every name, the name of Jesus. Every spirit is causing affliction. Every spirit is causing. I send the word into his joints, into the marrow of his, into his marrow, and and I command to be healed. Jesus. Yes. All down in the marrow, Lord. Heal in Jesus' name. Heal in Jesus' name. Fire upon your hips. Fire upon your hips. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at lady, shake your leg, do something you couldn't do. We're going to leave God. Sometimes it's immediate, sometimes it'll take a minute, sometimes it'll take a, a couple hours, but I believe God. We're going to stand in faith. Yes. We're going to stand in faith. How's your back? Well, I'm supposed to be looking at you as you first. Uh huh. God stopped me right there and said, Check his back. I thank you, Lord. I speak to the, to the vertebrae. I speak to the vertebrae. Be healed. The cushion, the disc in the vertebrae. The nerve endings. I come against sciatic nerves. In the name of Jesus. I speak life to his bones. Life to his bones. I command the bones to begin to recreate. Calcium begin to recreate. Now, Father, we believe you for yeah. a miracle. Yes. You'll get the glory. We don't want any glory. You get the glory. Yes. Touch my brother's back. Touch his hip. Touch his bones. We rebuke any sickness, any infirmity that has been attacking his body. Even the muscle spasms that he get in his back, I curse it now in Jesus' name. I command peace to come. In the name of Jesus. Muscles be healed. Redness and soreness be healed. Swelling, go in the name of Jesus. And it is so. And it is so. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to anoint you with oil. You want general prayer? You just want spring cleaning? Or you want to just whatever God's got? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your daughter. Hallelujah. We lay hands upon her. I thank you, Lord, for her spirit, Lord. I thank you for her grace. Hallelujah. I thank you for the confidence that's in her, Lord. I thank you. Let healing take place in her spine, in her legs, in the name of, in, in her feet. In her feet, in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, open up the door. Are you in school? I've been thinking about that. Yeah. 
You've been thinking about going back. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for the door opening because you're too intelligent not to be. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm here. I don't know. I'm just hearing management or something, a manager. God said you're ahead above others. And that you're walking in a place of authority. You're not a follower. You're a leader. And, I, and I, I, I'm sensing that there's, there's a sort of a frustration in you because you're not where you know you're supposed to be. Is that right? And God's saying that, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to come in agreement that your school is paid for. Amen. I'm going to come in agreement that as you go into this, you go after this, you go after this, and you go after this, the doors are opening up. Blessings are coming your way. It's part of your destiny. It's part of your destiny to lead. It's part of your destiny to be a, to be a, a leader, a leader, a manager, a, a supervisor. And God said, I'm going to do a quick work. I'm going to do a quick promotion. A, a, a quick thing, um, and we just release this frustration that's in you. Uh, that they, well, they, uh, the enemy, uh, the enemy that has been speaking behind your back. When it's time for you to be promoted, when it's time for you to be get those uh, that position, there's someone speaking behind you, speaking behind your back. We break that this morning in the name of Jesus. That that, that favor will come your way. Favor will be your portion. Favor will be your grace. Hallelujah. Favor will be upon you. And so, Father, I thank you, Lord, that our finances turn around too. Yes. Your finances turn around too. Your finances turn around too. Finances, finances, finances. Come on. Everybody say release. Release. It's done. It's released. Your money is done. It's released. Yes. In Jesus. Everybody needs some money. Hallelujah. Anything else I need to hit? Is that it? Did I get close? Mental health. Mental health? Yes, sir. Okay. That's an affliction then. Father, I thank you. I thank you. Come on, pray, saints. Y'all quiet. Y'all got to get in the battle. Father, we thank you. We're going to get our sister free. I come against these spirits that, 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 uh, of depression, spirits that tell you low, low self-esteem, low worth, self-worth, that you're nothing, you're, you're not there. I break the power of that right now. Father, she has the mind of Christ. You said, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. You didn't give her a spirit of fear, but a power of love and self-control over her mind. We cast out every reasoning and every voice. I come against every voice in her head that is speaking negative, speaking that she's not right, speaking that she don't see it right, speaking that she don't understand it, speaking I break confusion. Confusion go. Mind-blocking spirits go. Mind-control spirits go. We command you to loose off her head, loose off of her mind in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. We thank you, Lord, that these spirits must go. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Schizophrenia. Oh, you schizophrenia. No, the devil is a liar. Manic depressive. The devil is a liar. In the name of Jesus. Oh, you slow. The devil is a liar. He's a liar. ADHD, we command you to go to in the name of Jesus. I command every spoken design, every spoken word that said what you aren't. Lord, I said that you are great and greatly created in the image of Christ Jesus. Your mind is free. Every chain, every cord, every feather off your mind in the name of Jesus. Every duck coming out of there. Go. All that hurt, all the rejection, all the shame. We break your power in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of rejection. No man wants me. No man wants to talk. 
talk to me. I break that thing off of your life in the name of Jesus. I break that curse of the widow. Curse of the uh, curse in the name of Jesus. Shut up. I break bone breaker and I break the, 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 uh, the spirit that tries to say that she's ugly. Nobody wants. I break that thing right now out of the child. Ah, uh, Shut up, Oh, you serpents uncoil. You unwind. And you come out. Come out of her stomach, come out of her chest, panic attacks, heart palpitations. All of that must go 